You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Doreen Canelli, and I'm here with my the man I am most thankful for, my husband Jack. And <laughs> I was wondering about that pause. That was, that was a little word. Well, I was debating between that and handsome, and I. <laughs> so I am very thankful for you, Jack. And um, we're grateful to our listening audience too for being with us this morning. Mm-hmm. So before we head into our next segment, I want to invite you to visit our website realpresenceradio.com for even more great content. There you can listen to programming from your local area, find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows, submit a prayer intention, nominate your favorite priest for donuts, and more. And I would like to add to that too, if you find a great um, program, forward it to a friend. It's a way of evangelizing. And be sure to check out realpresenceradio.com. Yeah, and we'll expect this segment of Real Presence Live to be just going all over the uh, social media. It will. It will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so I've got another joke. Here's another joke. <laughs> another joke. If you call a big turkey a gobbler, what do you call a small one? I, I don't know. You don't oh, know? boy. You what, do you, think, what do you call? A small one. A goblet. Boo. Yeah. That's so yeah. bad. Drum, I drum love roll. It. Don't you love it? Those I love are called it. Those drum, are great. Drum yeah. roll. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we our guest this for this next segment is Dr. Ryan Sapo from Lumen Vision here in Fargo. And uh, he's not a stranger to Real Presence Radio. The last time we were on, you were a guest for, uh, with us at that time as well. So welcome back. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, and we're talking about how important is our Catholic community. And we, you know, uh, it's going to be interesting because there's a, a couple uh, aspects to that. So, um, you know, how are you doing today anyway before hey, we get into things? Life is good. Life is good. Rolling into the Thanksgiving weekend and going to spend some time with family. That'll be great. That'll be great. Yes, it will. I'm looking forward to it too i always look forward to turkey and dressing yep and yep. and family well i i work a lot with kids at the at lumen vision we work with a lot of pediatric patients and i've this week i've been asking kids like what's your favorite thanksgiving food and i was so surprised that turkey was the leading favorite because i just think that turkey's really dry and wouldn't be that appealing to kids that's their favorite thing and i it just blew my mind i couldn't believe it but like far and away two to one to the next one it was turkey that blows my mind, I know. too. Yes. I know. I couldn't believe it, because I've always thought of turkey as like a gravy delivery vehicle, oh, and yeah. like that's yep. that's all it's for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's yeah, that turkey was the odds-on favorite, so mm-hmm. that was great. Mm-hmm. Eli and I agree that it's dressing okay. with gravy, yep. smothered in gravy. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, you can never have too much gravy. Yes, I, yeah, I just heard a, um, a patient came in and said that they, they put rice in the turkey pan in the last hour of cooking, and then they have like a like turkey juices rice in there. And I was just blown away by that. It sounded so good. Well, there, so. there, it's amazing how many different ways people adulterate their dresses. <laughs> I so mean, good. You, oysters, raisins, and yeah. all sorts of stuff. There's, but my dad's recipe is the best because it includes everyone's favorite bacon. Oh, yep. It is a really good mm, That's always, mm. always a winner. <laughs> yes. Yum. Always a winner. Yep. 
Yeah. Great. So Thanksgiving is great. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad we're rolling into it. I'm, I'm glad that 2020 is almost over. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this was supposed to be the year of the eye doctor. 2020 oh. was the year of the eye doctor, and we just got it totally taken away from us. Yeah. So, too bad. Yeah. But let's talk community. Sure. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> what is it? Well, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of different aspects to it. I think that. Um, particularly for young adults, and I, I still consider myself in that category. It's it's tough to find community in the Catholic sphere at times, and so um, I think being in Fargo, it's a particular kind of blessing because we have some great groups and Bible studies and people who have, are you know on fire with their faith, and it's easy to find like-minded people who can help uh, cheer you on to heaven, and like we can lead each other into that. Um, community is a big deal for both my wife and myself. Um, Maggie found her community with the John Paul II Catholic School ne- Schools Network. She teaches at Sullivan. She teaches in the religion department. Your old job, Doreen. My old job. And yes. uh, so I think that community has just been so great because there are a lot of young teachers there on staff now. And so there's, you know, we're, we're able to hang out with our Sullivan crew. We, we actually called ourselves the quarantine during the summer because we would hang out with each other and that was it for the summer. Oh, and so awesome. it was, it was great. Um, I, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, especially coming here. I, I, we moved here a little it was a little over two years ago and having that community immediately, especially just having it right away. Like we were thrown into it and it just happened on accident that we became best friends with all these great people. Uh, that was such a big deal. Um, seeking that community was not difficult for us. And I know it is for a lot of Catholics in other smaller towns or just elsewhere in the, in the country. So that was a, that was a huge gift for us. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's important to find your place. It is. You know, yeah. And you, you need the support. And I mean, we're wired for being social beings. We are made for that. And yep. I, I think that the, the church uh, recognizes that. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, that's what church is to a great extent. It it's, is. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a group of people. Right. It is. You know. And we're at the phase in our life, you know, having just reached retirement, where that group of people that God has brought together in our lives, faithful Catholics mm. that have been just key to our journey are now, you know, in retirement starting to move away and it's, it's very hard. Yeah. Um, But we are so very thankful for their gift in our lives. Yeah. The community, you know, especially I, I really think Fargo is a dynamic Catholic part of the world. And I'm really glad that we have such a, such a great community here. Uh, Yeah. It's a, it's a gift for sure. Uh, And I would think, you know, uh, all the other towns in our listening area, I, I would hope we could say the same thing about them, but our so. experience is limited to here. Yeah, it is. But, yep. uh, mm-hmm. you know, for those of you who are not in Fargo, you know, reach out to your local parish mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and get involved. And I think one of the things that people really need to think about is a lot of times people might go into a parish and feel like, well, they're not very welcoming or something. You know, you hear that once in a while, and that may or may not be true, but I think sometimes... You have to take the initiative yourself yeah. and just get uh, take part in one of the various activities mm-hmm. or programs that the 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 parish has to offer, and that way you can at least meet some few pe- meet a few people and and get a start. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think I think especially for um, you know the the younger Catholics out there who are in smaller parishes or you know places where they feel like they're in a desert, 
getting involved is such a big deal in the parish. Um, it's it's scary at times because I understand too that if you if you volunteer to be a part of something, then you are automatically put in charge of it and like you're the one responsible for it. Like that a lot of times happens. But I think it's it's also a, a huge gift to like say, okay, I'm willing to invest. I'm willing to uh, you know, invest in this parish, invest in this community. And there's a lot of fruit that comes from that. Uh, even if it's not, you know, people in your own age group, it's people that, you know, are all going to church together. They're all on fire with the same, you know, the same flame of the Holy Spirit. And like to be able to spread that with other people is such a, such a great gift. Yeah. To be the inviter, yeah. you know, not always being, it's, mm-hmm. we all know what a great gift it is to be invited, Yeah, but it's also a great gift to be one to invite others. Absolutely. In. Right. And I guess that addresses the, the, you know, when I was talking about some people not feeling welcome in churches, it's like, okay, for those of you people who are in the churches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get involved. Well, yeah. Welcome the strangers. Welcome yeah, them in. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Well, um. We were talking about another aspect of this whole community yeah. thing, too, that in, in you're experiencing it uh, uh, yourself personally in that mm-hmm. you've been here for two years. You recently started your your, your uh, vis- Lumen Vision, yep. you know, your, your clinic. Mm-hmm. And uh, talk about, um, you know, how is it the community is important to you as a business owner? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, there there are two sides of, the, of this as well. Yeah, I, I really think that for, for Lumen Vision especially— We've been able to find such great community partners and like to be able to to support each other's missions and real presence is one of those uh, community partners that we that we work with um, to be able to underwrite a lot of the programming here to be able to support the mission of real presence uh, that was a priority of mine just out of the you know out of the sense of duty that I had to evangelize to the community and I think that was such a you know integral part of what Lumen Vision was founded on is to give back. And um, in doing so, we've received so much in return. And that's the gift of the community. Because uh, when you underwrite programming, there's advertisements that show up, there's other sponsorship uh, opportunities. And people all the time come into our office and say, yeah, I heard you on Real Presence Radio, and I wanted to support this business. And uh, in a, especially in Catholic communities uh, in our listening area, the people who underwrite programming here are the ones that I think a lot of people want to do business with because it's they're they're like-minded. They support the same missions, and like I want to support the companies that are on the radio here who support the mission of Real Presence and believe in that mission. So I, I think that community has just been tremendous from a business standpoint, and it's it's not only uh, it's not only helped our business grow, but it's also been uh, such a great sentiment because even if people aren't coming to our office they say yeah i hear you on the radio and there's a lot of buzz and a lot of people are talking about it um it's it's great to support real presence for that reason absolutely and i know on on one of our the announce on-air announcements you know uh to encourage people to think about real presence radio for uh uh Underrated. Underwriting, underwriting opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They talk about a loyal customer base. It is so loyal. It is so loyal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Absolutely. I know. I tend to look for uh, businesses uh, that you know support uh, yeah. Real Presence Radio when I'm you know casting about for you know some yep. kind of product or service or on the back of a bulletin. That's exactly yeah. right. You yeah, look the, at the back of the bulletin to find the lawn care right. that you want. Or I know right. over the years Jack is a, was an attorney. And I can't tell you the number of times we've been called by friends. Do you know? If, does Jack know of any good Catholic attorneys in in Fargo? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it matters to Absolutely. people. They, they, uh, there's an automatic trust. Yeah, you know, 
Yeah. And it's, yeah, the, the two places I look when I'm looking for like some, some service that I don't have a connection to, I look at the back of the bulletin and I look on Real Presence's website. Like those are the two places I go. And mm-hmm. so it's, it, it just makes sense to do that. Uh, and it translates to other people that are in our community and our listening area. Okay. Well, we were coming up on a break, but uh, uh, we want to remind our listeners, you're listening to Real Presence Live. Your hosts are Jack and Doreen Canelli, and our guest is uh, Dr. Ryan Sapo of Lumen Vision, mm-hmm. and we're here talking about community, and we just uh, finished talking about kind of how community helps him as a local business. In a way, it was a little bit of, uh, uh, as the click and clack, the Tappet brothers would say, a bit of shameless commerce, but it was just something that fell right into place it for us because it just naturally happens. Yes. And... Uh, we're, we're, we're glad that uh, you have found us, and we're glad that you're happy oh. with uh, the response that yes. you're getting. And, uh, uh, you know, we're glad to have you on today so you can talk about, you know, community affecting you as a business mm-hmm. and you personally, you and your wife in particular. But Absolutely. with that, I think we're coming up on the break. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more discussion on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Jean Varant, the principal at Marquette Catholic Elementary School in Virginia. I would like to just give a plug for Catholic education in our area. It's an environment where the values that you have and share with your family and children at home will be supported within the school. The prayers that you pray, the devotions that you participate in, the sacramental life, all these things are supported on a daily basis in the life of your student while they're at school. We really try to have a rigorous academic program and know that religion and a life of faith and virtue is a big, big, big part of our school life every day. I would encourage all families to consider a Catholic education for your children. There are many Catholic schools within the area of northern Minnesota and the Diocese of Duluth, and all of them will support your family values and the Catholic faith. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Okay, welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're talking with Dr. Ryan Sapo of Lumen Vision, and uh, my name is Jack Kennelly, and with me is my lovely wife, Doreen, and we're your guests for, uh, for the program this morning, and we're happy to have you with us. 
So, okay, let's start it out with some more Thanksgiving hilarity. Okay, ready? What do you call a running turkey? Mm. Mm. I think I've heard this one before. What is it? Fast food. (laughs) Fast food. I get it. Yeah. I get it. A Drum running, roll, please. A yes. okay. Oh, that's so bad. There we I go. Love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love it. So we were just talking about eyeballs. At, yes, we the were. Break. As as one does when you have an eyeballogist in the room. Yes, <laughs> as one does. And? And? We're talking about fake eyeballs. Yeah, we're getting... No, actually, um, getting back to the, the important topic, um, I asked Ryan over the break, if he would be willing to share some opportunities he has had Mm. through business, which is related to building community, to evangelize people that walk into your office and the freedom you have to do that. Yeah, it's really cool being a business owner, being able to say, yeah, we're going to put a crucifix in every exam room. We're going to, we're going to put, we're going to, we're going to have, um, you know, different, there's, there's a cool eye chart in our break room that says we walk by faith, not by sight. It's uh, like the, those sort of things are, are important reminders because our staff needs to know who are we serving and like, who are like, like who's the most important person. And obviously it's Jesus Christ. And in doing, in loving him and in loving the other people that are in our office, we're going to be able to take good care of people. Um, and then the other part of this, like I work with a lot of kids. There's a lot of little kids that run through our office. I'm a pediatric doc. We do see everybody, all ages. Um, we can do eye exams for anybody. My definition of pediatric is uh, conception to natural death. So <laughs> like that's, uh, you know, that's, that we'll see everybody, but there's a lot of kids that run through because um, that's most of my training is in pediatrics. So um, having a, a little teeny tiny crucifix next to the sink in the exam room, kids wash their hands. They're learning how to put contacts in and they're like, oh, cool. That's, I think I know who that is. Is that Jesus? I'm like, yeah, it is. is you know who he is? And he, they're, they're like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I know who he is. I go to Sunday school and I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I go to church with my family and like, it just opens the conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool to have because a lot of, uh, a lot of what I do is building relationships. You know, when you're, when you're the, you know, optometrists specifically are a lot like the family practice doctors of eye care. Cause you go to specialists for surgeries or for treatment of other diagnoses, but, um, as like the primary care eye doctor, you know, you're, you're building a relationship year over year with families. And so it's cool to be able to have that connection, um, and to talk to them about it. And they're seeing a faith weaved into life. It doesn't belong in the Sunday box. No, it, it belongs doesn't. out there in your business. Yeah. And yes, it's, it's can, very cool. That yeah. Is so- I, you, you see it a lot of times, uh, you know, just especially with, uh, with kids that, you know, like church is in that Sunday box, like you said, and that's, that's such a great way of putting it. You, you've got, you know, this is my thing that I do on this day. Or for example, maybe there's like one person who's very religious in the family and, oh, that's their thing. Yep. And that's, you know, that's, that's not my thing, but good for them that they did that. I think that, you know, it, if you can bring that into your life, 360, it makes you the same person all the time. And that just makes it so much easier to, to be authentic and to have that real conversation during, during eye exams, during staff meetings, during, you know, conversations with my wife at home. And that authenticity, I think, um, really helps uh, people to trust. Yeah. And, and then that trust, um, it seems, would lead to 
an opportunity for community because if there's not trust, there's not going to be a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And like what Deacon was saying in the last segment about asking questions Mm -hmm. and like just sitting and listening, um, that's something that doesn't just happen in evangelization. It happens in medicine too. You know, like I, like when we were in school learning how to be good clinicians, one of the biggest things that teachers would tell us, and it like, it didn't make sense to me until I actually went out and practiced. But the biggest thing they said is a patient will tell you 90% of what's going on in the first 90 seconds of the conversation. If you zip your lip and just listen to them, they'll tell you everything that you need to know about what's happening. Their dry eyes, their itchy eyes. Maybe they have a hard time seeing up close. If you just sit and listen, and ask the right questions, you're gonna get the answers that you need. And I think it's, you know, in evangelization, it's kind of the same way. It's almost like a mini Pascal's wager. If we really believe that the church is real and that Jesus is real, all the questions that we ask are gonna point in that direction, no matter what questions we ask. It's Mm -hmm. gonna point in the direction of Christ and his church. So for people who are falling away from the church, just keep asking questions and eventually they're going to get to the truth if we really believe that that's what the truth is. Right, because he's in it all. Yeah, it's, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think, cool. you know, it, 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 trans, it translates to both, you know, professional life and personal life, even though you want to just have the same one life. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's, you, you do mm-hmm. have two, two faces, and mm-hmm. um, I think I said this last time I was on, um, you know, you a lot of times want to keep it separate, and you want to keep that professional work very separate from your personal life, um, but it doesn't—it doesn't work that way. That's not how we're built. We're built for community. We're built for relationship, and like that's how we're put together. That's how God designed us. So we need to be in community all the time, mm-hmm. and like not only in community with each other, but in community with Christ and His church. So I think that being able to have the freedom as a business owner, yeah, put crucifixes in the, in each of our exam rooms and put. Uh, different biblical verses. Like we carry a frame line called Eyes of Faith that has a scripture verse printed on the each side of, inside of each frame. And that company does a whole bunch of mission trips around the world with their profits. So like, it's such a cool thing to get behind. And it's the same, you know, that sort of company is the company I want to partner with in the same way I want to partner with Real Presence because they're evangelizing, they're spreading the good news and they're doing the right thing by people. So I, I, I think that that as a business owner has been so great. It's just been so great. Well. So in this time of COVID, mm-hmm. Jack said this was going to be COVID-free, but <laughs> um, yeah. any any thoughts or ideas about how to build community during times when oh. restrictions are set upon us? Yeah, it's it's been it's been difficult, absolutely, and I think there there's a fear there too inside of it to have to say you know I. I, I can't go to this event in person or this event gets canceled. This is what I was looking forward to. Um, I, I, I joked about my quarantine that we have in our, in our teacher group. And I think it's, I think it's very, very fitting in this time because you can, you can be responsible in socializing if you find a group of people that this is the group I want to spend my time with and have community with. Um, there are obviously in this age a great deal of resources and technology so that you can be connected with other people. Um, uh, one of the things that I've done uh, in, the last, uh, in, the, in the last couple months, and it might not have just been because of COVID, but I, I, I found it to be very fruitful, is uh, during my drives, I'll call people like in between on my commutes between work. Um, I, I listen to the radio a lot uh, and I listen to real presence uh, when I'm, when I'm in the car. Uh, but I've started calling people, my mom, my dad, uh, siblings, uh, you know, in-laws, you know, just making those phone conversations. And uh, at the end, I'm like, thanks for driving me home or thanks for driving me to work. Like this was great. Mm-hmm. And, and those little 
touch-based connection points, even if they're very short, have, have been such a big deal, have been such a big deal. And you have a hands-free phone system in your car. Do I you do. Yeah, it's so. a nice little, nice little connected. I, so before, yeah, I didn't before, and I just got a newer car, and so I, I have the hands-free. But yeah, I, I was driving an old beater car to, to just into the ground. So I'm, I'm glad I have a hands-free phone now so I can actually make phone calls. Oh, that's great to just kind of look at our lives and, and recognize when there's time available for others mm-hmm. and then invite them into that. Yeah. And, and also to, you know, I think, I think also to invite those people into our sacramental lives too, to say, hey, like I'm going to mass at this time. You coming or like you're going to be there. Um, that's that's how it used to be back in back in the days of small town parishes where there you know everybody knew everybody, mm-hmm. um, and it's still real in our uh, in in our listening area in our communities where you know somebody misses mass and everybody knows about it and they call on that person and they say hey what like is everything okay like what's what's going on here um, it's cool to have the community for that reason mm-hmm. because not only are they calling you on to holiness but they're also holding you accountable to your <laughs> obligations like they, it's such a that's a great gift. And it's great to have. Well, and it's, you know, like the topic is community. It's, I noticed there's a missing link in our community mm-hmm. this morning. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's showing love and concern. It is. It is. Yeah. I, I do think so. And I think also it's, it's important to recognize that, yes, there, you know, there, there are precautions that need to be taken when we're, when we're dealing with pandemics and when we're dealing with other, um, other health concerns just for people who are at risk. But I also, I also understand too that the community needs to be there for the people who don't have it and for the people who really need that. You know, there there are people uh, who whose only social outing is mass uh, on Sunday, and that's the only thing that they're doing. And so they need to feel connected and plugged into the parish. Uh, and and so reaching out to somebody that you hadn't before, or someone who's standing by themselves after mass uh, out in the foyer, like like those sort of things are important to to to, to welcome people into your own community as well. Right. You're you're making me feel guilty right now because I'm thinking now in my head there are some people that I haven't called for a long time that I should. <laughs> hey, me too. And, I, and the know, list never ends. And, yeah. it, and it's not so much that you have anything to say. I think the important thing is that you call. Yeah, just exactly. to check yep. in. Yes. And yeah, there's nothing special because there there are those friends, and I I have those friends too who will call me, and I'll be like, oh no, are they? Is, did something happen to their mom? Like they're only calling me when they're asking for prayers. They're mm-hmm. all, like, yeah. mm-hmm. like like I just I want the relationship yeah. too, you know? Like like there's there's something going on yeah. there too, I, and I think that's important. Or to pay attention to those. Do you, I'm sure you have this experience where someone comes to mind. And yeah. then they come to mind the next day, yeah. and then the next day, and it's yeah. like, okay, I've got to call. That's person. a that is a pestering of the Holy Spirit, no yeah. question. Yeah. yeah, it really is. I think that's a that's a big deal. Okay, yeah. well, Doctor Doctor Ryan, thanks for being with us today. We're coming hey, up pleasure. on a break in the end of this segment, but we certainly want to thank you for being with us again. And Absolutely, we, we hope we can have you on again another time. Oh, yeah, it was well, great talking to you. I'll yes, see you soon. Encourage listeners to. Visit your, do you have a website? Yes, we do. Yeah, uh, yeah you can check out our website, lumen.vision. Pretty easy to remember. Yes. Uh, no dot coms anymore. So lumen.vision, um, we've got a lot of great missions that, uh, that we want to we wanna share with the world, and we're, we're, happy, that, uh, we're, we're happy, to, happy to be here. Oh, so beautiful to see a young couple doing this in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, All Thanksgiving right. is tomorrow. So, of course, we're going to be talking about gratitude next. And what should we be thankful for? We'll discuss this with Father Paul Kuhn on Real Presence Live.